0: What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. For the last time from this location, at least. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's Monday, August 22nd, 2022. This is episode 292. And now, like I mentioned last week, we are moving if you uh, if you happen to be one of the few people watching this live on Facebook, you will see once again there is a blank wall behind me instead of all the usual pieces of Tiger's art. We spent the entire weekend trying to pack everything up into boxes as much as we could. We're still here for the next five or six days. the so The big move happens this coming Saturday. That's when we take everything over to the new location, I guess the the temporary new location, where I'm going to have to figure out how in the blue blazes I'm going to record this podcast next Monday, it's going to be a challenge, I think, we shall see, I might have to do it in a garage and sweat it out the rest of this, you know, late. Summer, early, fall, heat. It, it, yeah, this is going to be a thing. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But how are y'all doing? We don't have anybody live, but if, if you catch us later, remember, you can always watch us live. I come on live at some point Monday night. You know, actually, tonight I came on a little bit earlier than normal. I went to, to bed a little bit earlier than normal, which was awesome. Because we, we were going to have to start waking up earlier. Uh, Starting next week, so we can get everyone to work and or school on time. Since we're leaving Orange County and going back to the San Gabriel Valley for the time being. So, in this past week, we got the first episode of She-Hulk. Rosa and I got to watch it. Uh, not last night, but the night before. And man, that shit was fucking hilarious. We were laughing our asses off. It, it, in particular, I, I swore, I thought I was going to wake up tiger with how hard I was laughing at some of the jokes. Especially the the last joke that they closed the episode on in, in the post-credits. I, I will not spoil it for you if you haven't watched it yet I, I highly hi, highest possible recommendation again for She-Hulk Attorney at Law it, it does have a bit of the same irreverence as Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law I don't want to put it in the same category it's not the exact same type of comedy but man they're fucking around in this show and they're having fun and I, I, can, I can already imagine people who are, who are not accustomed to having fun not liking this show. The, the She Hulk character in, in the comic books, she's one of the few comic book characters who's aware that she's in a comic book. She, uh, in the comic books, she would frequently break the fourth wall. Or at least, I don't know, I don't know what the current She-Hulk is like that. I know that the She-Hulk from when I was a little boy and going into when I was a young man, and, uh, the last time I checked, she was very funny and very self-aware. She would look at the, uh, the, the reader and be like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> I, I, I was telling my wife of one of, uh, one of my favorite She-Hulk runs. It was in the, I think it was in the, the, the mid-2000s. There was just a run that was just Chef's Kiss. It was just awesome. I believe the writer was Dan Slott. I think that the work he did there got him the the, the full-time Spider-Man gig, which meant that the Shield book got canceled. (laughs) Oh well, if you're not writing it, then uh, it's not going to do well. So we're going to cancel. They they, they always cancel that book. It does well, and they cancel it. But yeah, one of my one of my favorite bits from from that slot run, because you know she's a lawyer, and just like in in, in the show, they, they 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 tell you, hey, this is a lawyer show, this isn't a superhero show, it's a lawyer show with superpowers. <laughs> Maybe it is like Harvey Birdman a lot more than we think, but <laughs> in the comic book, there 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 is one whole issue that's dedicated to um, uh She-Hulk goes to Spider-Man and says, you know what, we're going to sue Jonah J. Jameson and the Daily Bugle for all the bullshit they put you through, all the lies they print about you and the Bugle, we're going to sue the shit out of them to get you paid and to get them to stop, and naturally Spider-Man's like, alright, cool, then, this is awesome, everything's going great the She-Hulk has the freaking bugle by the balls and at some, and then like near the end of the comic she's like, she decides to add another another defendant to the case the man who has brought in all the photos of Spider-Man for the bugle to abuse we're gonna add Peter Parker to this, She-Hulk doesn't know that Spidey is Peter Parker, so she 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 wasn't smartened up to that, and so you can imagine Spider-Man going, "Say what? I beg your pardon? Nah, what the fuck?" <laughs> so she she has a slam dunk case and all of a sudden her clients Spider-Man goes, "Excuse me, uh, Miss Walters, um, I want to settle." And she's like, excuse me, we're about to win this case. I would like to settle, please. (laughs) Because he's suing himself. (laughs) She doesn't know that. At this point in time, Spidey doesn't want to give out his secret identity to everybody. (laughs) It happened in the comics earlier. He had to like do some similar shit like in the movies to undo that shit. And so, yeah, uh, the, the, the conclusion of that comic was uh, uh, Spider-Man settled with the Daily Bugle, Jonah J. Jameson, and Peter Parker uh, for, for, for no money. But uh, Jonah J. Jameson and Peter Parker had to go stand in Times Square dressed as chickens handing out apology letters to everyone letting everybody know that Spider-Man is not a menace. And that, That's how... Spidey got himself out of that bowl of hot water, unintentionally. It was a a great book, just, uh, uh, my description does not do it justice. (laughs) Spidey, like, whispering, I would like to settle, please. (laughs) And she looked like, what the fuck are you doing? We got this, it's in the fucking bag. I would like to settle. (laughs) I don't think you understand what the fuck is going on here, Jennifer. Jennifer. If, if if that was a Marvel Max book, it would have been a whole lot. Of, what the fuck? <laughs> it was not a Marvel Max book. Might as well could have been. But yeah, you'll, you'll see what I mean in the next few episodes of, of She-Hulk. But it, it's really good. I love Mark Ruffalo coming in and, and being the Hulk. And then how they explain how, how... How is it that she can learn how to control it so much faster than... Then Bruce. No, she. Yeah, there's a very good explanation, which delighted Rosa. It was a, it was a very good explanation as to why she Hulk was able. to, No, I got this. <laughs> there is no second voice. There is no there's no extra person in here. Oh no, managing anger. Yes, <laughs> that that's something ladies can do a little bit better. There's a great sequence and it's been memefied all over Twitter and social media so if you haven't watched the show again I highly recommend it it's really good really enjoyed it quite a bit I had picked up a live viewer and then they went away maybe they didn't like I was talking positive about Shiel. Who knows? I'm tired like, seriously, after all the hauling of ass all around the, the whole weekend, I am beat down. Oh, so last week, oh, so we, we've been doing this uh, this whatnot thing, and I, I don't know if there's any uh, any of the viewers from what I've, I've been promoting the podcast on, on this whatnot deal, and if, if any of you have decide to listen to this, thank you. I, I appreciate you coming by. If you, you hear my lunacy on, on a weekly basis over on whatnot, and you decide to come give the audio version a try, I thank you. But yeah, we we did something fun last Friday. We we, we took a we took the, the whatnot audience on a tour of, of the warehouse. The, the, the mystical the mystical warehouse that that, that, that I work at and my boss has has assembled over the past you know 20 plus years and uh, it, it, people were appropriately losing their shit as I was going up and down the aisles with my phone live on, on this whatnot app and we made some sales it was, it was pretty fun so uh, it, we were thinking we're, we're probably going to keep that format we're or I'm, this is gonna be me cruising up and down the aisles. I'm like, hey, what kind of shit do you guys want to buy? <laughs> we'll put it up. <laughs> what do you want to see? <laughs> what do you want to see, shitheads? <laughs> this whole whatnot thing has been—it's been a weird challenge. <laughs> oh, what is the square footage in that place? You're imagining, Ray, uh, Ryan? here on Facebook Live. Yes, that is a that is a very astute comparison. That that's like when, whenever I tell people about this place. That that is the immediate um descriptor I use. I'm like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark is how I always describe the warehouse. Like I I we, we never show the depth of the warehouse. Like there's a couple of YouTube videos out there that my bosses uh, he's out. He's allowed a couple other YouTubers to come in and make a video, but they literally only get to like film like ten percent of the place. They they get to see the the the, the fun uh, the the display area where we we pull the orders from. They don't get to see the rest of the warehouse. <laughs> the what the fuck is this? What the fuck you mean you have pallets of fucking? Games, yeah, that, that whole palette is just the same game. And then, depending on the game, yeah, we got about ten palettes of that game. Or, some other games, there's an absurd number of palettes. <laughs> Lego Dimensions and the Skylanders and, and then certain other games, which I, I am not allowed to say. <laughs> oh, we have a fuck ton of those my boss, like, there, there's that in in the real job that, that we actually do in, in video game distribution the boss, oftentimes in order to buy some gold, you have to buy some shit <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been many times where I'm like Bob, why did you buy, you know 20,000 copies of insert piece of shit game here yeah, so that would so, and he's like, that's so they could sell me 10,000 copies of that good game over there that's gonna make up for the fact that we have to eat this 20,000 copies of insert garbage ass title here <laughs> well there, there's a give and a take in this video game distribution business and then my, my boss has to like see if he can flip that <laughs> on <onto> someone else <laughs> if someone in another country like hey canadian person who doesn't have access to this stuff you want you know 5 or 10,000 copies of insert garbage game here <laughs> yeah that that the, the trippiest thing uh, when i first started working at the at this at this mystical warehouse full of video games is that the games that i perceive as or like the, the games i would imagine that are good you think oh Good games are what sells best, right? Wrong. <laughs> Depending on the marketplace or the customer, <laughs> like we deal garbage best. I mean, like by garbage, I mean like just dance, um, sports games, and like the funny thing is, not even like it's not even current sports games. It's like sports games from X amount of years ago. And it, it, it would just confound me sometimes. And I'm like, I'm pulling these. I like, what? Why are people buying Madden insert gear here for like PS3 and 360? We're on PS4 and Xbox One. And my boss goes, well, people don't want to pay 60 bucks for the current. There, there there's, there's definitely a, a division of Customers out there who don't want to pay full price, they want to buy the the older, cheaper versions, and they're perfectly happy with that. It, 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 it was this uh, this disconnect that I couldn't understand. I'm like, look at, we have these fuck ton of these awesome Final Fantasy games, and no one's fucking buying these. Like, nope, people are not going to buy those until you know. The rest of the marketplace doesn't have them, and, uh, until they can't find them anywhere else, which I, with a lot of this stuff, that, that is happening now, or like two, three years ago, I'm like, we have all these fucking cool ass, really good, like, these good game games that I, you know, again, my my bias of like, oh, these are quality games, but we never sell them. Oh, because my boss, I like, always oh, because a lot of people have them. This is not until everyone else sells out. And then once we become the final destination for a lot of these games, then all of a sudden, oh, we sold out of that PSP Final Fantasy game. We sold out of that Nintendo DS RPG that we used to have 2,000 copies of. Now we have zero because we were the last ones. and Then there was no alternative. Then now they're all gone. They're out in the wind. Maybe on the shelf of a game store somewhere in America, or more likely somewhere in Europe or Asia. We ship we ship all over the place. Could be Latin America. Some crazy Latin American dude probably came in and like, I'll take a hundred of everything. And then my boss is like, Yes, no problem. Is your money good? Your money's good. All right, here we go. Let's pack up a hundred of everything (laughs) and ship it off to Chile or Brazil. Uh, n- 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 there is no regional coding in modern games, so yay! <laughs> you can buy it from any territory. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Everyone just plays it in fucking English. Sometimes it it is that uh, Ryan here on Facebook Live says sounds like your work is turning into a historical game repository. That's what happens sometimes, especially. With some of these older gen games, uh, the the combination of uh, the, the pandemic and the pandemic uh, creating this this vacuum of like all these people deciding to collect older games, a lot of stuff that was like valued at like twenty dollars or less three years ago. like some of those games are now, oh, those things cost $100 sealed, like brand new sealed, because all these people taking them and grading them and trying to get that, take that old game, get a perfect 10 from from a lot of games. And uh, that game suddenly went from like $50 to $10,000. It doesn't matter if it's friggin' Barbie's Horse Adventure or some other bullshit title. If, if you somehow have a sealed one again, get a perfect score on it or even close if you get a 9.8 that Super Mario 64 sealed 9.8 graded that went for that rate whatever stupid ass fucking price over a million dollars I think stuff like that that's what caused this uh, this giant surge And like oh we gotta get our hands on this shit like, and then those, the, 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 the that service wada games is being like overwhelmed by all these collectors who, they find these sealed games like, oh, go get, I gotta get a graded <laughs> Like, there, there are customers who literally will just buy sealed cases of games. They'll buy, like, they'll buy them at 24, or 30 at a time. Just, like, take that case and, like, ship it off to one of these game services. I think there's a couple other ones. I, I don't keep track of it. I, I'm, I much like how I am in comics, I, I don't grade my comics, because I'm like, if I grade that comic, that means I can't ever read it again, it's, it's trapped in a coffin, like, and so the same thing happens with these games, people get these games graded, but like, yeah, these people buy a 30-pack th- like of a Switch game, send all 30 off to whichever of these services, if it's WADA, or I think the CG's, the, the Comic Grading Council, or whatever. I think they opened up a game section or whatever, and like, they, they they, grade these fucking things, and like, oh, look, it went from being worth $60 to $200, or whatever, f- however the fuck it works. And like me, uh, like, bitter old man, I'm like, I want to play that fucking game. <laughs> it's like, we, we used to have hundreds of copies of Chrono Trigger for DS, and all of a sudden everyone bought, we got fucking wiped out of that one. It's like one of the best games ever fucking made. And there's a bunch of assholes out there like sticking them in coffins, never to be touched by human hands, never to be enjoyed or played. And I think that, that that's, uh, that's my big fucking problem with, with this whole grading shit. And it's like I think there's a bunch of my peers of my age who who think that way. I know our good buddy Pete Malini, uh, prior co host of the podcast, he, he felt the same, he feels the same way about the graded comics. Or as he taught me when I saw him a few weeks ago, they're called slabs. Now I was like, "It's a fucking what? They're fucking slabs? What the hell?" What a dumbass nickname? I, I prefer my friend Paul Grimshaw's name. They're coffins. He would call a back and board a coffin, but like the, 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 these are these are tombs. that were dooming all this literature and art. Into tombs, yeah. My 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 boss. He's I don't know. Sometimes sometimes he's like for the grading thing, and sometimes he's against. It. I guess it depends on the on the way the wind is blowing that day. If a bunch of idiots are paying premium prices for sealed cases, then he then he loves that shit. <laughs> if you can't find some older games. For his own personal collection, then it's like, oh fuck these craters. <laughs> it all goes back and forth. <laughs> Me, I'm just because I, I, I saw it in I saw it in trading cards when I was younger, and then it like and then it moved on to comics, and now it's gotten to freaking video games. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's in toys now. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in if there's like toy grading where they they, they freaking capture and booster like oh this is a 9.5 variant hawkeye from the marvel legends line <laughs> it's like the fuck <laughs> like it's a goddamn toy oh speaking of toys well, well, let, me, let me move this over to a little more positive subject so we we, we visited our good friend Pete Molini, over in a uh, in San Gabriel, over at Nostalgic Comic Shop. That's the that's the new name. I'm, I'm so used to like nostalgic books and comics, but he he when he moved the store, yeah, he had to move it from its prior location in the San Gabriel Village up the street. It's now on Del Mar. I think it's down the street from Mark Keppel Mark Keppel High School, and uh, uh, we we went over there. Me, Rosa, and Tiger, you know. Rosa is starting to collect comics. I mean, where is her copy? She, we had, we had to go last week because she wanted the latest issue of Catwoman, and uh, so the three of us went went over there, and so we we set Tiger loose, and Tiger's running around the store. Uh, I wish I had brought it over. He found an Optimus Prime toy. But it's it's more of like, it was more like a car collectible. It's it. it the toy does not convert. It just It's Optimus Prime in a semi-truck form. And if you look at the bottom of the toy, it has a nice little um, etching of the robot Optimus Prime. That way you know, hey, robot in disguise, Hey, eh? product does not convert. Hmm. But, so he saw this, and he's like, truck! Because naturally, if, if you followed this show at any point in time, you know them. Our son loves fucking vehicles. Loves anything with a f- anything with wheels on it. He loves them. He he sees this truck and he he grabs it off the shelf. I guess it was within reach. He, he, he's getting tall. He's already like three feet tall. This this dude. He he keeps growing. He's gonna be taller than Rosa in a couple of years. And he runs it over, and I'm like, well. But of course <laughs> uh, I try to feign some like Oh no, I don't want to buy my son A Transformer Father who fucking Loves Transformers who, the Transformers was a big part of my childhood Optimus Prime Was, was one, of, one of my Big idols as a, as a, as a little boy As, as a little Six year old boy Five, five six year old boy watching Transformers Freedom is the right of all sentient beings. One shall stand and one shall fall. Good old Optimus Prime. My, my, my buddy, Sean Hornbuckle, he, he got to meet the, the, both the voices of um, Optimus Prime and Megatron this past weekend. He went to a, a convention in Sacramento. Okay, he, he was texting us the photos. But my little dude, he, he found an Optimus Prime, and, I'm like, and so I'm like, oh no, I'm going to have to buy him an Optimus Prime, and this is like, in my mind, this is, oh, ideal, this is perfect. It doesn't convert, because I, I have several Optimus Prime toys that I, I, I want to bequeath to my dude, but he, he's still too, low. at 2.5 or 2.6, however, <laughs> however we want to measure his age, He's still a little. He's too small. Even if I, uh, the the most basic Optimus Prime I have would still probably be a challenge of him going back and forth between truck and robot. But this one, it's his truck only, and he he really likes it. He, he's, he's 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 about it. He calls it trailer truck. He doesn't. He hasn't called it an Optimus Prime, but he knows it's a transformer. So uh, this past. Uh, yeah, Sunday morning, we're just chilling on the couch, and I was like, oh, you like your Transformer? It's like, yeah, Dada, like Transformer. I'm like, you want to hear the song? Because me and Rosa have been like, you know, singing the song, and we're like, Transformers, Robots in Disguise. So like, I pulled it up on YouTube, I'm like, hey, this is what your dad watched in 1984, 1985, when he was a little boy. I pulled up the OG intro that that hot his guitar, and I show it to him. and He was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> he saw all the all the robots turning into cars, the cars turning into robots, and, and naturally, Rosa was concerned. She sees Megatron turn into a gun, <laughs> and of course, you know, it's, it's a, a, Rosa had a brief chicken and egg discussion because she's like, "Oh, I don't want him to see see the violence." And I was like, the the violence begets the violence, you know, it's like, I've I've watched way too much of this stuff, (laughs) like, my pops showed me every violent movie that ever existed, I saw every Rambo, every missing action, every death wish, I've, I have seen thousands of people die in very violent ways, but I, it has never motivated me to go out and kill anyone, I, it's, it's not a matter of what you want watch; it's a matter of your choices. That's that's, that's where, I, like, Rose was like, "No, no, this generation, you know, we create cre- uh, this violence is okay." I'm like, "No, it's it's about parenting, and it's about explaining these choices that you make." Uh, this is very much a you know, is it which came first, the chicken or the egg? Which came first, the violent images or the violent thoughts? It violent choices. That was a she she was not comfortable with all the transformers shooting at each other. Especially Megatron and I was like, yeah, they <laughs> they, they they changed Megatron from a from a gun to a tank later on. <laughs> but I think that that I think that was more because the, the original Megatron toy looked like a freaking James Bond gun, <laughs> <little> the Walther <Arthur> PBK. <laughs> Yeah, the original toy. Was like, that oh, that was it was it, in its gun form. It looked like a, this was before the the orange tips on on your on your toy guns, and that way people didn't get confused. you know, the the whole like, oh, if you look at it the wrong way, it looks like a real gun, and then that's what that's what the OG toy Megatron looked like. So. So now, yeah, nowadays, Megatron, you know, depending on which version you watch, he's a tank or in in the the old Beast Wars, Beast Machines, he was a T-Rex or a dragon. He had that big dragon hand. Yes. (laughs) And the the later Megatrons sounded very femme. (laughs) Yes. We'll take care of them. Yes. Yeah, that's I guess I'm still several years off of showing the dude. Actually, I have. I I don't even know if the Transformers cartoon is streaming anywhere, which is why I'm glad I have all my physical DVDs of. I have the DVDs of all the first four seasons of Generation One Transformers. And then I got my, my Beast Wars and Beast Machines DVDs. I don't know if those ever came out on Blu-ray, but... I have my original DVDs. I, I think I think that's perfectly fine. As long as my my PlayStation 4 keeps working. <laughs> or if I have some form of DVD player. I, I still have my archive. Of the original Transformers. I think I got some Tiny Toon Adventure. There's a bunch of stuff. A bunch of cartoons of my youth that during my, my big DVD uh, acquisition of the of the 2010s where I was just buying well not just 2010s, it was probably the 2000s as well I was buying everything in sight. <laughs> you know obviously before uh, streaming, I was just like, oh, I want to have all this in my library because I I didn't well, as we've discussed here, you, you can't rely. On, 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 on digital. And you can't rely on streaming. As we're finding out in this past week. Where HBO Max. Is like. Getting rid of everything. Animated. <laughs> they're canceling stuff. And they're. They're they're, they're taking stuff away. Dude. They, they're taking a bunch of old Sesame Street off HBO Max. I guess they, they, this merger. W- between Warner Brothers and Discovery. Is, is really. Really coming out shitty for consumers which is always a concern when these mergers happen like how is this going to affect you know the, the average Joe how, how what, what's going to happen and apparently oh yeah they're, they're taking content away because uh, I'm guessing Warner Brothers it sounds like they were financially in a hole and they're just slashing everything and so they're, they're, they're taking a bunch of animated stuff off of HBO Max so they don't have to pay residuals the people are like oh where what's a quick way to <laughs> shore up some money hey we're, we we have this money going out every uh, every you know periodically i don't know if it, i don't know if, if residuals are quarterly or semi-annual or annual but some uh, you know bean counters over at discovery when they took over you can't hear me at all that's weird. You cannot hear me at all. That, that's bad for the video later on. <laughs> Ugh. I know my phone is like about to die. All right. Oh, James, you can hear me. Okay, good. That made me very concerned, and I've been I've been wanting to go back and post all these videos on, on YouTube. I posted uh, the one from two weeks ago. It did cut out for three or four seconds earlier. <laughs> It's very drowned out on your end. Also what's up James? <laughs> what's up Matt? How you guys doing? Uh, I'm trying not to project too much because both Rosa and Tiger are asleep. Uh, I need to be able to mix this audio with this video. I wish I, I I wish I was asking. Yeah, W discovers three billion in debt, yeah, tax write-offs and cuts. Yeah, that's they they are in a they are in a hole, and unfortunately the consumers are gonna have to suffer. And yeah, they 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 stuff from the Cartoon Network side. They're, they're not only are they taking it off of um, HBO Max, but they're literally deleting its entire history. They're, they. they and killed the Twitter accounts. They, they 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 took all the videos down from YouTube. It was like, uh, and they're canceling a bunch of projects. There was supposed to be a brand new Batman animated show that was going to come out uh, soon. With a, you know, it has the the guy who worked on the original one, Bruce Tim, and they were going to bring in the, the guy who directed the last one, Matt Reeves. And apparently, that got put on the shelf. They're they I guess they're trying to find an alternate home. Like find an alternate home. But what they want they want someone else to pay for it. So uh, yeah all this yeah I guess Warner Brothers has just been pissing money out the door and now the new Discovery uh, channel boss is coming and like we need to trim the budget. No th- that's a possibility. I don't know. Yeah the, no more space ghost ghost ghost. I don't know. They they they're taking stuff away from the app. They're really cutting they're, they're cutting down on stuff that they don't see brings in money and I guess the first thing that's where the head is rolling is animation we'll we'll see what else they get Well, yeah they they they, they pushed out uh, the, the the house of the dragons last night I, I we did not get a chance to watch that we passed out yeah discovery inherited the WB debt during that merger yeah on the video game side we're still wondering what's gonna happen to the WB games where we're still. We're still wondering where's Mortal Kombat gonna end up, <laughs> where, where, where's all, where's all the, where, where's, all this stuff gonna end up from the, from the WB side? Where's all, where all the Lego games gonna land? These, these marketable franchises. Oh, uh, the, yeah, the uh, House of the Dragons was good. We're gonna have to, yeah, multiverses are trying to. Hey, everyone, pay us. Where, where's multiverses gonna land? I mean, they're trying to leverage all the. Warner Brothers IP in that game. We were just it. It didn't show up at Evo, so we're not sure if that that game's actually gonna gonna survive. Yeah, my my boss keeps trying to figure out. Oh, is is a Embracer Group the people they keep buying? Yeah, last week this this Embracer Group. There's this like they they have such a big piece of the pie. They they bought up. I guess more on the on the micro level they bought up this uh, this company called limited run games. I don't know if you guys have have heard of this uh, LRG. We, we we know all about them because we, we, we deal with them on occasion at work and then I, I'm always periodically checking what they have because sometimes they they, they like physical games. hey we like physical games at, at our job they, they, they take a lot of digital games and find a way to publish them. so they got purchased by this embracer group this they, they, the i guess the they have deep silver and they have THU Nordic they have, they, have, they 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 have a lot of stuff in their umbrella so on, on the micro level yeah they bought that limited ring games but that what they also did i guess they bought the rights to Lord of the Rings pretty much everything every uh, bit of media with the exception of the books so all the media to go through now through so that that Amazon show that's coming out which the trailer should be dropping tomorrow all whatever video games are coming out in the future uh, that is all going through this embracer group now um, I don't know who these people are but I know that that their their size in the video game business is growing all the time as, as all these other publishers are falling by the wayside they're scooping them up, and I don't know what their end game is. But they, thankfully, my boss is friendly with people at several of the divisions, so he's like, "Oh, this is cool." <laughs> we we haven't seen how this is going to affect the industry as a whole, but people are starting to notice that this this company like probably prior to this week, a lot of people hadn't heard of them. I, I only know because of my job, because like, oh, hey, we. We deal directly with with a lot of these uh, publishers, and they're getting gobbled up by this other group. And then, and then we're hoping that, like, oh, people that we're friendly with are the ones that are handling our account. <laughs> like, hey, maybe someone unfriendly who who did not want to deal with us has, has been removed, and now someone who is a who have, we have a good relationship with. Yep, that's right well consolidation is happening in a lot of places. Not a good sign cons- for consumers. Yes, I agree with that statement one hundred percent. We're starting to see we're seeing that in this uh, Warner Brothers Discovery thing, and now we're seeing it. It's happening in video games. You know, because you know what what uh, Activision was acquired by Microsoft. <laughs> Sony bought Bungie. A- everything's being acquired we, we we keep wondering oh is konami going to get scooped up by sony or microsoft is is capcom going to get purchased by one of these companies is everything consolidating in under under smaller and smaller umbrellas it, it's 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 rather unsettling so all right let me check some yeah, we, no, we, we, talk, we, we talked about that very early on when it was just me, myself, and I. I <laughs> talked about She-Hulk. She-Hulk was very good, I guess. It, we, we can circle back to that. Yeah, She-Hulk was great. <laughs> I, I, I keep randomly yelling out the last line at Rosa to, to make her laugh. <laughs> if yeah, I, I don't want to spoil that last line. Uh, I just touched, the, I had to check the battery life to see if I was still alive. Did the, 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 the feed cut out when I did that? <laughs> I wanted to see how much battery I had left. <laughs> I, I didn't want to just be oh blah 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 and then disappear. <laughs> I, well, we're, we're we're still at seventeen percent, so we're we're good. I can I, I should have enough. I should have enough uh, battery power to oh that muted the stream. Yeah, that was me messing with the thing. I bet I bet the the earlier notification of my of my my phone dying probably also muted the stream. Yep, I'm a professional here. (laughs) I I hope whatever solution I have next week (laughs) to... I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do the podcast next week. We we were not... uh, If you guys... You guys probably missed that. This is the last time we're doing the podcast from this location. We are moving... We're moving... We're moving west. (laughs) We're moving out of OC am I going to play destiny I'm going to I'm going to definitely watch the the stream tomorrow uh playing destiny has been a challenge um, what 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 I what I've been doing to try to not wake up Rosa and Tiger is I I I, I dusted off my my PS Vita <laughs> and when when the opportunity presents itself I've been, I've been playing destiny on my Vita for for short bursts I I do the um the remote play <laughs> I, that way I don't have to turn on the TV and I just have my little headphones in the Vita, it, it's a challenge with the grenades and the and the melee but otherwise it, it's not too bad uh, I, I finished the, all the story missions last week very quietly I was very quietly, I'm like I'm gonna finish this fucking story, I'm really invested in, the, in this season <laughs> yeah when we move I don't know <laughs> You used to do that and, and did well in Crucible, James. That's amazing because I can't imagine how well I would do in Crucible. I mean, I'm already terrible as it is. I can't imagine not having easy access to nades and, and melee. <laughs> uh, not have not and the the, the shoulder buttons are, are pretty satisfying on the Vita, but <laughs> I can't imagine that uh, place. We we are moving west. We are we we, we are. We, we have to get out of this apartment. We, we cannot stay here uh, financially. We, we've got to get out of here. We're, we're going... <laughs> I am not proud of it. I am really not proud of this. We, we, we're going to temporarily stay with Tiger's grandma. Staying with my mom. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be great for Tiger. Tiger loves being over there. My mom has been harassing us for the last year. She's like, move in, move in, move in here. Save money. And it's like, no, we're fine. We like our independence. We like our independence. But it's like, oh, Tiger needs a yard. Tiger needs, uh, you know, eventually his own room. And Tiger needs his parents to be able to pay for everything. And we've been getting by over here. But we are, um, yeah, (laughs) we're, we're looking at our, we're looking at our our fiscal 2022 and we're like, no, we have to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I I loved having a five minute commute to work. I I had, or if I needed to a 15 minute walk to work, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go move to grandma's house and, uh, Tiger is going to be Tiger's already overjoyed at the at the thought. He he loves being over there. He loves running around the backyard. He loves terrorizing Uncle Anthony. He he likes bossing around my mom and my brother. And uh, so it's it's going to be easier in some aspects and in other aspects we're we're going to go insane. Yeah, that you you got that right that, that you have the right. it, it could be a lot worse and yeah so we gotta make sacrifices so this is like a a bit of a like a I don't know how to frame it it's like, like a, a bit of pride it's like we, we, we need uh, we, we can't save money living here on our own it, it's it's literally impossible for us to save money and like the housing market is out of control so we're gonna temporarily move grandma's house try to put away some money we're, we're still gonna have our our, our, our decent paying jobs we'll, we'll actually be able to instead of having like half our paycheck go to rent <laughs> we're gonna be able to hang on to that half of the paycheck and try to put it away so we can get our own house down the line There might, there might be some other family stuff uh, down the line, it's like it's still very nebulous. But for the the reality is like we're we're looking at. <laughs> yeah, I, I I recall your story, Matt. You you went through the you went through it. You went through some shit. I I recall seeing what what you went through. That that was that was brutal. And we Rose and I our, our number one priority is is the little dude. We gotta you know. You know, my my wife's like, we we don't want Tiger growing up in an apartment or or you know, worse. So we're like, oh, Grandma's house is a, is a temporary solution. And then hopefully we can get our collective shit together and uh, get another place. We'll see. It's a a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is it's gonna help us a lot it's gonna be a um like mental warfare and I'm gonna have to use my son as a shield on a <laughs> yeah grandma's house yeah it's I, my, my son is gonna I'm literally gonna use tiger as a as a, as a tiny human shield against mom. <laughs> She, she loves the daylights out of them. She's given them. That's the funny part. Like she, she's bought them so many toys. It's like, all right, we're moving in. All right, guess what? You're taking all the toys that grandma bought you, you're taking those with you. And I'm like, you're going to put them all over the house. <laughs> There's a housing market boom in Nashville. Like,. Right. Right now I have to stay in so this this job that I have is the only good paying job I've had in a long time. <laughs> yeah, apparently Tennessee. Yeah, I I have a friend or two out there in in Tennessee and I've I've heard as much. Yeah. I don't know. We'd have to especially the ones that make noise. <laughs> yeah, the toys that make the noise. No, no. She she's got them Somewhere north of like fifty different of those Pixar cars, little die cast cars. She's she's them like it's like every time we go over, she gives him like four or five. I'm like, give him one! He's gonna expect you to give him he's gonna expect you to give him one every time he sees you. <laughs> We're gonna live over here, he's gonna expect one every day. <laughs> you have to go on eBay and buy those bootleg ones man out of lead. Yes, I have looked into that. <laughs> Since he loves cars so goddamn much. I'm just like, oh, we're not comfortable giving him the lead toy. He he's not putting toys in his mouth anymore, but like he touches the toys and then he goes and touches his food like, God damn it. But yeah, no, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a challenge we 'Cause we're I'm gonna be raising our kid and then you got banned just now? What the heck? What'd you get banned for? Freaking Facebook, man! I swear. If if I didn't have so many friends on here that watch this, I would have moved this to YouTube Live a long time ago. But I don't want to I don't want to leave all, all my all my buddies here who who can jump on and watch me on Facebook. Yeah, it's getting frustrating. Your comment about side money? What the heck? I guess it didn't even let your comment go up. It didn't even let your comment. It will hit in a few. Blue Crew, that's right. Blue Crew going to... It's going to hit in a few. That's freaking Facebook, man. You're, You're like in the... in the double secret probation like in Animal House. Double secret probation your account's been marked ryan's been marked Jai's been, has been marked it's like oh you are troublemakers on facebook <laughs> i i see other people say horrible shit and never get banned <laughs> right you got facebook jail for speaking against violence against women <laughs> you know I, I i literally i i i try not to like type words into facebook anymore if if i see someone's post i either i'll give you a like or a heart and if i need to comment something i'm just gonna put a meme i I just like a, a gif or a meme now just so i don't like potentially get banned on facebook i remember i said one thing uh about 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 threatening jai few months ago all of a sudden, you have a seven day, like, this is a warning, if you do something, I'm like what the hell, it was, a, it was a joke, it was in quotes <laughs> but I was like, Jai, if you mess around in the store one more time I'm gonna do this, and then apparently the, the this was uh, I was inciting violence <laughs> and Facebook gave me a warning you will not be able to post for 24 hours you incited violence. The, 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 the algorithm is out of control. I'm sure someday they're going to they're gonna actually review what I say on these podcasts, and it's going to be like, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, you are banned from going live on Facebook because you say terrible things. The, the, the robots are going to hear exactly what I say and ban me too. All right, it's almost midnight. I better, better wrap this baby up. Thank you, Ryan and Matt and Warren and James for, for popping in. I, I saw Sean you were watching. Thank you guys so much for showing up here. Uh, Twitter is not as strict. It can be. People can report your ass. I say a lot of wild shit on Twitter, but I don't catch a lot of flack. I, I haven't gotten hey, what's up, Sean? Hope hope you're okay from your trip to Sacramento. Um, yeah. Twitter, I, I... For promoting sexual content. You got a 30-day... Matt, his, his just hit. And you got a 30-day ban for promoting... Or for saying something about side money. Jeez. Freaking Facebook, man. Yeah, Twitter... Uh, uh, if you get... If you, like, say some crazy shit on Twitter... Yeah, you're, you're just automatically done. Like, they don't... They, they Black Twitter is the best... It's literally the only reason I'm still on Twitter. I I, I follow a bunch of hilarious uh, people on Twitter, which always leads me into Black Twitter, and it's just... Chef's kiss. It's just... Rose is like, how do you keep up with all this? Oh, I, I have to go to, I have to look up a lot of things on Urban Dictionary <laughs> because it's not it's not necessarily black stuff. It's like young people stuff because I'm seeing tweets from people like 20 years younger than me, and they they're speaking in their language. And I keep telling Rose, I, I'm trying to keep keep up with this. That way, when Tiger's older, <laughs> we well, you know what the hell he's saying. <laughs> but Black Twitter, it, it, it's totally worth. Putting up with the, because Twitter can be because Twitter is a little more lax. It can be really shitty because <laughs> people will literally like, I like pie. Fuck you, you don't. You hate cake. <laughs> and it's, it's it's like that. <laughs> it's like you, if you if you take if you you say you like something, it it automatically means you hate the opposite. But otherwise. Uh, I, I try to curate my timeline to be more amusing than annoying. You can find all the crazy shit I say on Twitter at DreGP podcast. <laughs> Many bots are following me now. I'm getting a, I'm getting bot followers on a regular basis now. I used to not get any bot followers. Now I've been picking up a lot of bots. <laughs> and an occasional real person follows me. Maybe every other month. <laughs> yeah. You can also find me on... YouTube, Uh, trying to put it, we are getting actual subscribers on like a weekly basis over there. Uh, I've been trying it, but we've been so busy at work, I haven't been able to create any content at work. Maybe uh, now that I have a garage with a lot of my old shit in it, maybe I'll be able to create some content there, but we'll see how that works. I'm going to have to be podcasting out of my old garage, and that's going to be a... I, I know automatically it's going to be a challenge. <laughs> and not just acoustically. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, ne- ne- next Monday night, me cooking myself in my old garage. <laughs> Trying to do the podcast. <laughs> I, I, like the backdrop, oh my god, the backdrop is going to probably be like my, my wall of shit that I still have over there. <laughs> I literally have all like I don't know if it's uh, if I'm going to do the wall of my comic boxes or the wall of my like random ass garbage. All I know is I, I cannot tell mom what I'm doing in there because she's like you're going to be broadcasting the your fucking mess on the fucking internet? <laughs> or just translate that in Spanish. Uh, I'm just shorthanding it for you guys. That'll be interesting next week. Uh, YouTube com for slash Trace Geek Philosophy Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. <sighs> I I would prefer to go to nostalgic comic shop and do it from there, but that, that's I don't think that's going to be realistic. Because Rosa will still need my help. No, my, see that's the funny thing. my 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 old room is going to be my mom is taking over my old room, and we're taking over the. The main bedroom because it's me and my wife and my son all in. There was no way the three of us were going to fit into my old room so part part of the deal of us moving back in was she's taking my old room and we're taking the big bedroom to fit all of us. Primarily it's for Tiger. (laughs) It's I, I foresee like six months tops before like we get fed up (laughs) maybe nine months we'll see it's gonna be a challenge my 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 old room will be yeah it's no longer my old room i I am gonna have yeah like i said i'm gonna be broadcasting from the from the garage most likely because i sure as hell won't be doing it from the living room because i'll wake everybody up (laughs) At least here, you know, Tiger sleeps pretty well. And Rosa, she sleeps. Like, me talking will put Rosa to sleep. I don't know about my my, my mom or my bro. I'm sure if I try to do it in the living room, it's just going to wake everybody up. So it's going to be garage podcasting for about six to nine months. Fun times. Can't wait. (laughs) Maybe I'll drive to Pasadena. I'll do it at Trent's. What's up, Trent? <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Wow, somehow I did manage to squeeze an hour out of this. Thank you guys for being on here. My, my, my The live viewers who, who comment, you guys are the real MVPs, like I say every time. We will see you next time. Have yourselves a good night. And for my wife, if you're listening to this, I say one thing for you.